Maniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I'm your host, Dave, and holy shit, have you watched season three of Ozark yet? Okay, I know it's been out for a few weeks, but things have been a little crazy uh, when I haven't been at work. Uh, I've been doing, like, other stuff has been going on that, that isn't just binging TV. Okay, well, it is. It's binging 80s cartoons, but I just hadn't made it to Ozark yet. And also, when it first came out, like the day they dropped it, uh, me and Mrs. Troublemaker went and looked at the the season two recap or the, the season three pre-cap, whatever they do on Netflix, and we're watching it, and we're both like, I don't remember any of this. And then something would happen and be like, okay, yeah, I remember that guy. I remember that happening. And as we're watching it, because it's only a couple minutes, but as we're watching it, I was like, I, I feel like I remember that season ended with them standing in front of like a big giant paddle boat that they were opening a, a riverboat casino. But what what is this other stuff that's going on? And then it, stopped on them standing in front of the Riverbrook Casino and we're both like we watched the whole season and just do not remember a lot of the events of it apparently so I think at that point we we decided maybe we need to go back and watch season two before we go into season three uh and then we just kept I've I've been playing Red Dead Redemption and working and watching G.I. Joe and she's been doing way more of the digital learning uh, with Phantom Junior than I have because I am not good at teaching. I am a terrible teacher, um, and it just you know one 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 thing and another, it just didn't get to it. And we finally got to it, and it's very 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 good. It's brutal, uh, especially if you have any sensitivity uh, for like mental health stuff, which I, I think in this day and age most of us should. Uh, and, and honestly, I I might have less than most people, but there was some stuff that really got me. A great show. If you haven't checked out Ozark, it's uh, Jason Bateman's... Uh, at this point, I don't know how... I mean, he's the star of the show. But he basically created it, I, created it, I think. And then, you know, at this point, I don't know how much is the writers and how much is his direct input but he is still the star he is still incredible one of the most underrated i think people love jason bateman but i don't think they everybody necessarily fully acknowledges what an incredible actor he is and the whole cast of the show every single one of them deserves an emmy uh particularly uh i don't know how much you know i don't want to give anything away if you haven't watched it so just if you haven't watched ozark watch ozark uh that was not news that was just something that i had to say because i that show is tremendous uh it is up there i i I hate comparing things because it's not fair to either thing but if you're a fan of like breaking bad better call saul uh the sopranos that sort of crime tv 
are, are very, very intelligent crime TV drama stuff, you will enjoy this show. It's great. So check it out. Uh, so that wasn't news, but this is... Wow, I hate to even do this to you guys, but I I have to mention it. I put it in my notes. It was such a cool thing. And now I'm kind of kicking myself because I convinced me that I didn't need it. Entertainment Earth has an exclusive glow-in-the-dark Toxie from Toxic Crusaders from Super 7's Ultimates line. Now, they are releasing a regular Toxie. Now, this is not based on the Toxic Avenger movie. This is based on the Toxic Crusaders toy line, which had an affiliated cartoon. Uh, and it's from Playmates. So, this fits perfectly with Ninja Turtles, uh, which, which is how, back in the day, because I, I was a huge Ninja Turtle collector, and I bought all of the Toxic Crusaders figures because they fit in with the Ninja Turtles. They were the same scale and style and everything else. It was uh, great. The, the two lines were perfect together. Now, I I don't know that I've ever even said this really publicly. I'm not the biggest fan of the Toxic Avenger. I'm just not. It's fine. I don't dislike it, but it didn't get me like it got a lot of other people. So... If anything, I, I Toxic Crusaders I like, but looking at this figure, it's forty five bucks, which is how much Super Seven's Ultimate figures cost. Seven inch scale action figures. Uh, so really, the price is right because they're not charging a premium for it being an exclusive, and it is an Entertainment Earth exclusive. And my suspicion, I have nothing to back this up, but my suspicion is that it was going to be a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. And now that San Diego Comic-Con has been canceled, which is also news, but I think everybody pretty much already knows it, uh, that this went straight to Entertainment Earth, who, if you remember, last year were the source of Mattel's Slim Jim Macho Man Randy Savage figure. So they, they already have a relationship there for distributing uh, San Diego. Well, every year they have a number of San Diego Comic-Con, their own exclusives and things that they carry for other people. They used to have shared exclusives with Toys R Us. So my suspicion is that this Toxie was going to be a Comic-Con exclusive, and it's a beautiful figure. Uh, it is exactly what it purports to be. It's a modern update of the old Toxie figure from the Toxic Crusaders line, but it glows in the dark. Now... You guys may or may not know, I collect, I love Glow in the Dark. Glow in the Dark is one of my favorite toy features ever. It, I, you know what it is? It, it, when appropriate, it is my favorite toy feature. And I, I guess when I say when appropriate, I mean if it's something that should have a standard version and then there's a Glow in the Dark alternate, I love it. Like if NECA had only released a glow-in-the-dark RoboCop figure, I probably wouldn't be super happy about it. But they did plenty of regular uh, RoboCops and then did the Night Fighter Ro uh, RoboCop as a glow-in-the-dark variant, so which is the one I have signed by Peter Weller, which is kind of weird, but the regular one really wasn't available at the time. So that's what I got, and it's great. And it's gold paint pen. It's beautiful. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So this taxi figure uh, went up the other day. I went, I put it in my cart, I was checking out, and lately, uh, I well, not lately, for a while now, I have been trying to do either or. I've been trying to be more 
responsible with some of my impulse buys and I stopped and I looked at it and I said, the only reason I want this is because it glows in the dark. I don't really want a Toxie figure. I didn't order the regular one that Super 7 put up. That uh, it looks like this one is going to beat that one to market. Um, and if I, if I had $45, this isn't what I would spend it on. Which, I mean, I, I have $45. I just, I just didn't want to spend it on this. And then when you add the shipping in, it was going to be almost 60 bucks, Which is another... Well, okay... They have Super Saver shipping, but it's like 9 bucks, And then the FedEx shipping, which is two to four days or something like that, was 12 bucks. Well, t- what? come on. Seriously, for $3 and I'm going to get it almost a week earlier? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I didn't buy it. And I'm okay with it. I'm not kicking myself. I, I don't, I'm not upset that I missed out because I know that it's something that I do not need. Uh, and I hope you guys feel the same way because it's already sold out and you're not going to be able to get it. So I just spent like nine minutes talking about news that really doesn't matter to anyone anymore. Uh, but, but the the interesting aspect of it and the reason I still brought it up is because, like I said, I suspect it's, it was a Comic-Con exclusive and I suspect we will be seeing more things like this in the coming weeks where Hasbro and Mattel uh, NACA start rolling out these exclusives through various online forums. Now, NACA typically sells them on their own website, which some years works out, some years not so much. Like last year, I missed out on the Ninja Turtles, and I thought I was going to have to kill somebody. This year, uh, it's almost worse because the exclusives are going to Walmart, uh, which nobody should be happy about. Uh, so there you go. Uh, keep your eye out. Because I think SDCC exclusives are going to be dropping online pretty soon. And you're going to need to be pretty fast to get them. Because like I said, Toxie's already sold out. Uh, The other news that I have that is barely news at all is that I finally, after years of using this site, signed up at figurerealm.com because I want to start tracking my G.I. Joes. Uh, If you're not familiar with figurerealm.com, they... It is a massive, massive archive of not every toy line ever and not every action figure ever because I have found some holes in their database, but they're constantly being updated. And it is, in my opinion, the most thorough and easy-to-use centralized resource for tracking down action figure lines and having checklists. Uh... I, so I, I've found it to be a very valuable tool when I've been looking at older lines and trying to figure out what I need, what was made when certain figures came out. Like over the years as I've written about toy lines and stuff, even if it's something I or if it's something I don't collect, that's been invaluable. Uh, and you can sign up at Figure Realm. It's free and I'm not I'm not pushing it. I'm just saying that I did. Uh, you sign up for free and it lets you add things to your collection. And I didn't realize how thorough it was going to be because it also lets you add like how much you paid for it, how much it's actually worth. Which, if you don't know, the probably the the best way to figure out something's value is to go to eBay and see what one sold for. Like go to go to completed listings or sold listings rather, and look at what things actually sold for. Don't don't ever go to eBay and just look at what people want for stuff because that's no indication of value whatsoever. you got to click on that sold listings box, and that'll tell you what something is actually 
going for. Uh, so if you want to do that, you can go in and, and figure out the value of your collection, which I think is a, a very important tool. Or you can just go in and uh, select what you have, and it lets you choose mint in box, uh, open but brand new, used, rough condition. Like it, it lets you grade your stuff too, and not like officially, but just like your opinion, so you know where you're at. So like, let's say uh, I've got a GI Joe Snake Eyes first edition, and I've got one that's pristine, freshly cleaned, new O-ring. Uh, and then I've got another one that's maybe a little scuffed, but still in pretty good condition. Uh, I can put both of them in there under different categories, so I know what I've got. So that's the reason, actually, that I signed up for Figure Realm, is because I need to. St- I am apparently collecting uh, vintage GI Joes now. I have had the best time over the past week or so refurbishing the ones that our friend Wilson gave me. And I'm dying for more. I'm not done with those yet. I've, I've actually got a pretty long way to go, too. I haven't even get dipped into the accessories yet, and I'm fairly certain all of the figures are complete with accessories. Uh, and, and you know, maybe I'll do a little mini-cast on that. I think that might be fun to go through these figures and maybe share some memories. But anyway, uh, I just want to refurbish G.I. Joe's, and I wish I could just get big piles of vintage joes and go through them and and you know toss the ones that are broken or or take them apart this is what i've been doing is take uh, you know what i'll save it for the mini cast because i think this is a great idea for mini cast so anyway figurerealm.com if you're not familiar with it go check it out uh the database is incredible you'll find stuff you never knew existed and you'll be able to track your collection as it moves along uh, for instance battle beasts are another thing i'm collecting and I can never remember who I've got because in my head it's just like, do I have the beaver? I've got the rat, but wait, do I have the donkey guy? I don't know. So that, that's it's a way to keep track of everything. Um, and finally, news-wise, I guess I'll loop back around and talk about San Diego Comic-Con a little bit and what what is going on. I, I touched on this last week as well, uh, but Comic-Con has been canceled. The Augusta Toy and Comic Show, uh, or, or also Joe Fest, they're, they're one of those two people putting on one convention things that we went to last year and had such an amazing time, has not canceled. And we're not, I think I said last week, we're, I, I can't go. I cannot in good conscience take my son into that kind of environment this soon after this disaster. Uh, so... We aren't going, and I'm not saying that that means anybody else should not go. It's your own personal decision to to do what you're going to do. I do not see Dragon Con happening, and I understand that's September. Uh, I understand that's four months away, but this thing has already gone on longer and gotten more severe and my concern you know maybe dragon con does happen but my concern is that due to the seasonal nature of viruses this corona is coronavirus is gonna sort of keep a low profile throughout the summer like the flu does and then come back really strong in the fall when all these kids go back to school, when things start cooling off outside, when the flu starts showing up again, typically. Uh, and I just, 
I have to wonder, is it worthwhile to participate in something that could be, is already such a hotbed for infections and viruses and those sorts of things? I don't know. And again, I am not advocating anybody else's decisions or telling anybody what they should do, but I'm saying for me personally, it's it's going to take a lot of thought and a lot of observation over the coming months to determine what I'm going to do. Uh, and man, I, I hate it because I, I love Dragon Con, but you know, there's a certain amount of responsibility that I feel to to society. As much as I'm not a fan of society, uh, I do feel a certain amount of responsibility to to take care of society as best as we all possibly can. So, uh, not the best news to end on, but stay tuned. And stay tuned because the news gets better, and the better news is... Barely past the first grade. Oh, what a glorious day. Yeah. Oh, past the first grade. The Billy Madison way. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We did it. We made it happen. We battled technology and were able to record for you. The April Needless Commentary, Billy Madison. One of the greatest comedies of all time. Myself, Battle Cougar, our pal Arian, and Ryan Cadaver gathered via the internet using Cast and Skype and recorded a full-length Billy Madison commentary that I think turned out really well because there, there were so many potential hurdles to deal with and i've got to say uh as much as i talk shit about technology it worked for us this time very few hiccups like we had a little bit of of trouble at the beginning which you'll hear some of i did some editing because there's there's some parts prior to recording that that i do want you to hear uh anyway it all worked. It's great. We had such a great time. Today, we've been sending each other Billy Madison gifts all day long. This movie is incredible. Uh, I find it hard to believe that any of you don't already own it. But if you don't, stop. Order it for like $5 on Amazon, probably. And uh, put it in and watch Billy Madison with the Needless Commentary team. Phantomaniacs, we're in troubling times right now. Things are tough and people can't gather without fear of contracting the disease from cabin fever where you shave the skin off your legs and your face falls off. So we're recording this needless commentary for the first time ever and and God willing the last time ever from afar uh, using several different massively unreliable forms of technology. (laughs) We're gathered as best we can uh, virtually, yes, virtually. We're it's like Lawnmower Man, that's right. 
It's exactly like it's that. It's just like that. <laughs> uh, so, so Arian, Ryan, Nicole, uh, thank you for bearing with me through whatever technical difficulties we may end up having. This is the intro. So for those listening at home who already know what we're watching, uh, just, just hang on. Hover over that pause button because we're not quite ready to start this thing yet. Uh, we had another plan for April originally because uh, Ryan Cadaver, happy birthday to you! Thank yes. you, sir. Uh, you you enjoyed a, a wonderful day yesterday, I'm sure, in seclusion with uh, <laughs> a party of two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it actually ended up being pretty sweet, though. A lot of booze, a lot of video games. It wasn't too bad. Well, there you go. There. That's all right. Wait, but we. What- what more do you want out of life? We were exactly. we were but. supposed to be celebrating your birthday with a very specific movie that I'm not going to name now because we are going to get to that movie. But I think we all agreed <laughs> that it deserves a live interactive viewing. Yeah, I agree, 100. percent This would not be an appropriate format to experience something as new and magical as your birthday film. So we'll we'll get to that one a little bit down the road. Uh, today, we kind of just have to do the best we can, and you guys don't know what we're watching yet. No. True. No. So what I'm going to do right now is, if you had to guess, just throw out whatever. It doesn't matter. But, uh, Arian, what, if you had to guess what I've chosen for this experience... What you've chosen? I don't know. Uh, the 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 movie that Mrs. Troublemaker almost ended the world with last month, uh, Dead Alive. We already watched Dead Alive. We already did that one, Arian. It was my did pick we? last year. Oh, uh, <laughs> I I missed that month. So there oh, you go. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, your guess was terrible, Ryan. What what is well, your there guess? You uh, Karate Kid Three. Ooh, gosh. Now, if I was going to pick a Karate Kid, it would be Karate Kid 2, but that was solid. That was solid. Uh, Nicole, do you have a guess as to what we might be watching today? Uh, Delta Force 2. Ooh. Uh, no, only to, to spite Ryan for how ridiculous he was uh, during the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> we, will, we will not watch that. That's on our. That's been blacklisted. Oh, man. Wow. That uh, that was very ridiculous. <laughs> the next day was incredibly ridiculous. <laughs> good, old, good old Elijah Craig. I noticed none of us are, are visiting Mr. Craig tonight. No, no, fuck no. no. no Mr. For... Craig and I had an argument, and we won't be talking for a while. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, not going to happen for a bit. So now we're going to get to a segment where uh, this might get edited out. And this might stay in, depending on how well this technology works. What I'm going to do is boot up Cast, which is what we're going to be using to share the the film experience together. And I'll tell you this, it was important to me that we watch something we could get through in one run tonight. Um, I, I didn't want to sit and do this, like just sit and watch a movie like this, and then do it again with the conversation. I'd rather just have a, a cool conversation with you guys and have the movie on kind of in the background, sort of like we did with Big Trouble in Little China the first time, even though we did watch it twice. It it wasn't the intention then. So I wanted to pick something that I knew we could get through in one run, uh, something familiar enough to all of us that it wouldn't, you know, we we could just have a nice, natural conversation. Uh, Let's see here. 
Okay, Turd Ferguson, you're you're already part of my hive. Yeah. So let's see. That's a really filthy statement. <laughs> I mean. Okay. Let's copy this link and hope it works better than it did when Ariana last time. <laughs> it just it wouldn't paste. I don't know what was going on. And then the most frustrating solution just starts working. Like, you don't know why. You don't know what the difference is. (laughs) Yeah, that was earlier when you were like, oh, I can't hear you. And then, like, a couple seconds later, you were like, oh, I can hear you now. And I'm like, cool, I did nothing. (laughs) Oh, that fixed it. You you imperceptibly moved, like, half an inch. Okay, I just sent the... Well, Ryan's already seen it. Look at that. You're on top of shit. I'm trying to fucking get on this shit. Mm. I like it. Watch, watch on web. That's what I'm doing. Okay. I'm, I'm joining the party. Oh fuck! I got to make a login. Poopies. Yeah. This is exciting. You might want to edit this part out. Do I probably will. You want me to log in with Google since I know my password, or <laughs> have you got I'm gonna it? make a time note. Oh no! I can't see the time. Okay, I did something. Billy Madison? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Excellent. There you go. All right. Okay. And right now it's just at the menu, right? Yep. Yeah, it's Perfect. just at the menu. Okay. Just want to make sure. Okay. Okay, so for those listening at home, uh, fortunately for all of you, we just edited out about 20 minutes of technical, technical horse shit. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, at home, please grab your copy of Billy Madison. We are watching the uh, <laughs> the special ed edition, which I gotta think they probably wouldn't call it that now. <laughs> this is I mean, we're, we're in a little kinder, gentler times than when this came out. Uh, but this is a great DVD release that's got shit tons of bonus features on it. it it's I don't know if the Blu-ray is better or not, but this is the one I had for for, hey, let's sit down and watch something together. So everybody, uh, put your finger on the play button, and uh, I hopefully have the subtitles on, not that we really need them, and we're going to hit play right now, and hopefully it works. The little thing turned green and nothing's happening. (laughs) Going great. Yeah, this is super. Hey! Hey, it's DVD colon backslash backslash. <laughs> yeah, this is I'm watching this on whatever your preferred video player is that you recommended. I can't remember what it, AVC is that it. Uh, A, the AV, yeah. Is it the AN video player? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's. I've seen that one. Special, <laughs> special branded, if you will. So this movie is. Legendary, one of the greatest comedies of all time, I think. Yeah. Confirmed. Uh, Adam Sandler just came out swinging with with his movie. Well, okay, so he, I think he had a couple before this that maybe weren't so swinging, but this was his uh, big leading debut. Which one was was first, this or Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore it, came after Billy Madison. Yeah. This was his okay. big, spl- like he had did, what was the going overboard or something? Yeah, overboard. I remember that. Uh, that was not great. No, I'm pretty sure Airheads came out before this too, but that was oh, like yeah, an ensemble yeah. thing. And Airheads is actually pretty funny. Airheads is fantastic. And this was directed by Tamara Davis, former wife of uh, King Ed Rock. 
Oh. Suntan lotion is good for me. <laughs> you protect me. <laughs> Gosh, this is... It, it. I don't know how many times I've watched this movie. I have no idea. It's it's a lot. Lotion, good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Smiley. And the, Smiley. The, the, I mean, you've got to protect your nipples. Yeah, for sure. If you've got to burn right on your on nipples, nipples, it is not pleasant. And look at yeah. Norm Donald, the great Norm yes. MacDonald. Wait, oh, my God. I love him so much. D- dirty Work would actually make a great commentary movie, too. Yeah, it would. Oh, yeah. That's a great movie. <laughs> look at all these dead whores. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the uh, the bad guy from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, right? I oh, is it? Is it Francis? The other guy? Yeah. It looks like Francis. Francis. I don't know. I, I never put it together that he was in if, this. If only we were sitting at computers and could look that up to verify it. Well, I'm scared to touch anything right now. Oh, honestly. yeah, that's a good point. Because oh. everything's working, and I'm like, oh, fuck, if I touch anything, it's going to go to hell. I, I can I can be research. I've got a, I've got a separate window open. So what am I looking at? Oh, I've got like five windows. I'm just afraid to touch any of them. Uh, uh, to see if that's Francis from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Okay. Nudie Magazine Day. Nudie Magazine Day. <laughs> yes. Now, this selection of nudie magazines is <laughs> so good. Classic. So, how, I mean, did you guys... I mean, I did. When I watched this, I was, like, really, like, I wish I had this life. Oh, for sure, yeah. Oh, You're like, why absolutely. is he even... Ah. <laughs> not that there's anything no. wrong with that. IP sitting yeah. down or doing. You know, I'm not here to, to judge anyone. It's fine. <laughs> it's whatever. I don't think that's Francis. The guy who played Francis is Mark Holton. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh no. Why is it a quacking sound? Penguins don't <laughs> quack. What sound does the penguin make? More, more of a chirrup, right? It, it's like some sort of weird orc noise. I don't know. <laughs> Although my, my favorite penguin usually just is philosophizing, so. Yes. That wouldn't have worked too well here. No. It's too damn hot. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this. We probably watched this weekly at least when it came out on VHS. Mm-hmm. Yes. This was one of the first DVDs I bought. Yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, yeah. Uh, what? How do we never see penguins at Dragon Con? Yeah, no shit. How has nobody it, ever been that penguin? Yeah, we need a we need a, a Billy Madison and a chasing around a penguin. It ain't gonna probably, happen this year, though. <laughs> no, like, well, also probably because that penguin costume would be hot as balls. That's what I was thinking. It's entirely too hot to be in a giant furry costume. Although plenty of people it do it at Dragon Con. Uh, you know what? It'd be expensive too, because that's actually yes. a pretty nice penguin costume. Yeah, it, it would and have to be like you'd you'd knew somebody with a penguin costume. Like <laughs> Can that. I borrow your penguin costume? I feel like that's something yeah. that would come up in my life that I would somehow be like, oh, I know somebody with a penguin costume. Yeah. I also feel like at Dragon Con though, you would be dangerously confused with a furry. Yeah, you you yeah. 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 consequences yeah. because of that. You yeah. don't you don't want to be that guy. 
they'll be I don't want to be. So, I don't want to fulfill somebody's penguin fantasy. What is it called? Fiffing? What is it? Yiffing. 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 And, and yeah. I misspoke. Tamara Davis is Mike D's wife, not Ed Rock's wife. Okay. Or ex. Very... He is. She is Mike D's current and always wife. There you go. This maid. Is, I love this woman she's so much. <laughs> so key to the whole movie, like small part, but just gets so many great lines. Yeah, she like owns every scene that she's in. <laughs> and I like how they slowly reveal her weird sexual harassment of Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she like at first she's just like, "Oh, that Billy, you best be there. I will." Thank you, Juanita. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, that no, that's right. They drop it right here. Yeah. Well, it's it's My piece it's, of ass though too. What? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, at first, it's subtle, but then they just go bam. Yeah. Oh, these guys are, Brad, are Brad, villainous, Eric. Yeah, Bradley Whitford plays such a good douche. He's he's the best at being the worst in this movie. Eric yeah, he's is got a bad book. man. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry it doesn't put Trisket crackers in my stomach. <laughs> the, the, here's what I think puts this movie over the top. Um, I mean, it's funny as shit, obviously, but the casting, the production quality, the cinematography, yes. it feels like a real movie. It doesn't feel like one of the sort of like shitty, corny, like it doesn't look like any of the Saturday Night Live movies. Right, it, like it doesn't look like cone heads. Right. Yeah. I mean, nothing <laughs> she, looks like this, honestly. But <laughs> this is better. I can like hear this movie, even though we're right. watching it with no volume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. It is one of the swan. most quotable movies. I mean, like, yeah. Ever. I'm trying to keep myself. I'm just quoting everything. Yeah. Well, that's I, yeah. I, I don't want to do that, but I, I no, will no, no. make reference to uh, <laughs> in any time, like back in the day, if you caught somebody looking at you like a half a second too long, that's what we said. We said, "Stop yes. looking at me, swine!" Like, <laughs> and, and I love how you're like back in the day because I'm like this day. I still do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, this was this came out in ninety. Ninety-five. I actually just googled ninety-five. Okay, yeah, but, but like pre-internet, like that was comedy. <laughs> like you would just like drop, like uh, at least for me, it was like we just drop a quote from fucking Super Troopers or Billy Madison, and it was hilarious. Yeah, there's. I, I saw a good meme recently that said, "Before memes, all all white guys had to do was sit around and quote Anchor Man at each other for ten years." <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's legitimately true. <laughs> no gibberish tonight. I like that he acknowledges it. That that he he is well aware of of what Billy does, his weirdness. They've had conversations about this before, obviously. Oh yeah. Like they had a uh, long Eric. talk about him using gibberish in front of like work people. <laughs> Eric just egging him on because he's a dick. Also, like, everyone there is, like, 
in nice formal attire, but Billy's like frat bra. He looks like a panelist at Dragon Con. <laughs> I went I went off about that this week, and I feel kind of bad about it because I know a lot of those guys. If you if you want to wear a t shirt and flip flops to be on a panel, that's that's your decision, and that's fine. I shouldn't I shouldn't deride that. Well, I think it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I've never worn flip flops. I don't wear I don't wear them in public anymore. I uh, good for you. I'm glad you're growing. I I, I am. I'm growing up. I used to, but I, I don't anymore. It's it's bad. It's no good. Oh, I agree. Well, the more people I see like that, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> there, yeah, there are a number of things over the years that I'll see. Like when I took out my facial piercings, it was because I saw a guy who had just had way too many, and I was like, that guy looks like a fucking idiot. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is what people with no facial piercings think of me. I don't want people thinking I'm an idiot. So I, I well, it's it's a fine line. I don't know, like. Mm-hmm. You know, moderation in all things, including moderation, but, like, yeah, well, like, somebody who, like, if you put a magnet near their face is going to get, like, a bunch of shit ripped out of it. That's, that's not how surgical stainless steel works, Arian. It's what, are you, in, in, what are you, the insane clown posse? You know. How do they I, work? <laughs> on, I get on, all my physics from on face On Facebook, clearly. <laughs> that, yeah, like... Who are you to like cast aspersions on the the hard work of Skeeter and the the Swedish chef? I'm I'm a dumbass who used to have his septum pierced. Well, you know, I you were there for that, right? Yeah, yeah, you knew me in those times. Of course. That that that's it, one I think crosses the line. A tasteful nose ring or a little little stud on the side that's okay. But when you're going with the septum. You you are saying, I don't care who thinks I'm a dumbass. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh look at this beautiful man! It's, it's old man Hurley. Look at the package on that guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's some old Devil man woman. balls. He probably has his balls looped up over his dick so they don't hang too low. <laughs> he called the shit poop. <laughs> poop again. Poop again. <laughs> uh, this is the best night of my life. So this life that they live is fantastic. Yeah, we, I we wish should, I could live this life. We should all be so lucky. Yeah, I don't understand. Obviously, we have to make a movie. We need a story. But Billy's crazy for. Because his dad straight up says, look, you can keep being a piece of shit with your friends. I'll pay your bills and do whatever. If that's the life you want, then fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you cannot argue with that. (laughs) But I do have to say they did a pretty good job of building up the rivalry between Billy and Eric pretty quickly. They really did. They established it in that first dinner shot immediately. So you know who the asshole is. (laughs) And I think that this really is all less about Billy bettering himself and more about him just not wanting Eric to win. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, Oh, no. Exactly. 
he's he's not doing this for himself. He's doing this so Eric win, which good for him. And yeah, honestly, that's the I think the most noble um, thing he could have done, and a better motivator. Yeah, yeah. like nothing is nothing is <laughs> oh, better. Spite is a hell of a motivator. Yeah, absolutely. I fully believe that like seventy percent of the reason I'm alive today is spite. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's at least like ninety five percent spite, four percent caffeine for me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the last one percent is. The, the the hidden one percent. I like that Thousand Island dressing. I like that awesome. Billy doesn't know what a piece of shit he is. Like his dad just had to explain to him that he had to bribe his teachers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that's actually kind of sad. <laughs> it's terrible. He's like, oh, I did great. And it's like, no, you did not. I mean, it was a pain in the ass, but I graduated, and then you just get this great look. <laughs> that, that his dad He's like, did you well i don't think his dad realized that he didn't know that so oh, it, was yeah. this, it was yet another level of my gosh my son is just awful yeah he's realizing the the depth of the stupidity of his child <laughs> right right <laughs> spelling bee <laughs> R-O-C-K. <laughs> yeah, what's your point? So what's your point? <laughs> the oh, is silent. <laughs> oh, this movie is fucking genius. It really, really is. And it started off... So this, this was... You know, this is what people mostly consider the first Adam Sandler movie. Um, Happy Gilmore came after it and was pretty much the same thing mm-hmm. but golf and then was the wedding singer next no Waterboy was next then wedding singer i tend to yeah. overlook Waterboy because i find that one as funny as everybody else does Waterboy, i thought Crazy was a talk. little too it's, dumbed down it, it's got furiza bulk in it my it's yeah my she's girl, the right? hottest woman on the planet she, was, she was the hottest woman on the planet yeah was uh i i i really I like Waterboy is the only one that i haven't seen recently so I, I i i don't know how it holds up i do know when i was like nine and saw it in the theater or whatever the fuck it was the funniest movie i've ever seen in my life but that doesn't say a lot i like Waterboy, but like Watch i it. love billy madison yeah. you know oh no for sure this is way better than like if someone says they prefer Happy Gilmore to this, like I'm like, eh, you're wrong, but fine, whatever. But if they say they like Waterboy better, I'm just like, eh, really? Uh, for me, for me, it's Billy Wedding Singer and then Happy Gilmore. That's Happy. What's that? What Gilmore. Gilmore. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Gil- Gilmore Pile. What Wedding Singer is great too, because you know it's got that scene at the end with Billy Idol. Yeah, I just love it. Oh, yeah. I love the whole vibe of that movie. I feel like it's the most, like, actually 80s movie. I love Wedding Singer. It's very relatable, whereas, like, Billy Madison is, like, completely off the deep end. I feel like they don't go over the, like, it's very goofy, but, like, they don't go over the top with the 80s stuff, like, trying to reference everything. Well, and that's actually... I love that scene where... 
What were you saying? Oh, I was waiting for Nicole to pontificate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I lost my train of thought. Well, I feel responsible for that. I will <laughs> send you a blue duck ASAP. <laughs> uh, now, my when I was younger, I think my my feeling of diminishing returns on the Sandler movies came from the fact that they did get less ridiculous over time. Because yeah. Madison and Gilmore are both just completely ridiculous. Um, Waterboy, I think the reason I don't love that any more than I do is because it's so football-centric, and I just yeah. can't ever get into anything like that. Uh, and then Wedding Singer's great, but while it still has a lot of ridiculousness in it, it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Much more so. And now I like it a whole lot more than I did then. As a matter of fact, I think it's probably the best of the early Sandler movies as far as being an actual movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, and then what is... Uh, shit, the uh, Little Nicky. I think oh, Little... I love Little Nicky. I, I do too. <laughs> no, people it... hated that movie and I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it either. Yeah, no, that's that that movie's hilarious. I don't get what they're saying. I've still Popeye's got the, chicken uh... is fucking awesome. <laughs> I've still got the McFarland Popeye's figures. chicken with the yeah. dog that shoots a fire out of his dick. <laughs> they made a figure of that. That's how awesome toys were in the early two thousands. You could go into Target and buy a giant bulldog that shot fire out of its dick. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. <laughs> True. Oh, here it is. First day of school. Look at these kids. How good are these kids in this movie? They're they're very natural and like they clearly don't have a lot of acting experience, but they're also not trying too hard like a lot of kids in in 80s and 90s movies were. Right? Like they're they're it- and they have so many of them because he goes through so many grades. I think we only focus on, what is this? This is first grade, right? Yeah. This is first grade, and I think fourth grade is the one with the big booby teacher. Yeah, and then high school. But, like... High school. Whatever. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the reason it works so well is because they're not focused on the kids, and they don't stick around for that long. Like, they're, they're more focused on Billy... And, like, you don't have to get annoyed with the kids. Yeah, it's not like Kindergarten Cup where, like, they're trying to tell little stories with the kids and you're like, I I don't care. Where's Yeah, it's just like, shut up, kids. I love this teacher. She is magic. Miss Lippy? (laughs) Yes. You you know she's a freak. You got a misshaped head. (laughs) I'm sorry, what was that? I said, you know Miss Lippy's a freak in bed, too. She's a freak. Oh, 100%. Yeah. How has nobody released the puppy who lost his way? <laughs> like, how I'm is sure. that not... I don't know who would put it out exactly. It's not like it's a trick-or-treat studios thing, but, like, somebody needs to publish that. Yeah, I'm sure Super 7 will or something. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my I'm gosh, sure. dude. Reaction Billy Madison figures. Yes. Yes. Oh, that'd be... You, you could do uh, the revolting blob. They'd be, it'd be okay. You'd have to have Billy the Penguin. Um, I don't think you'd do Billy's friends, but like Veronica Vaughn, probably. Yes. And uh, you'd have to be Chris Farley's character. 
Yeah, I don't. He'd be a second wave if they did a second wave. Yeah, I would buy a Miss Lippy figure. Miss Lippy would be great with her. Uh, she would have to come with the pot of glue. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, I guess revolting blob. Definitely a revolting blob. You find that well, fucking dog. You'd, no, you'd have to have, but you got you have to have Eric. Yeah, you gotta have Eric. Eric and okay, so first wave, six figures: Billy the Penguin, Eric and Carl, and Veronica Vaughn. And oh, and Chris Farley's bus driver. Uh, he'd be second wave. He wouldn't make it into the first wave. Okay. So we need one Fair more enough. for the first wave. I guess revolting blob. And then yeah. second wave, you'd have Steve Buscemi, the sniper. Chris Farley, <laughs> the, the bus driver. Chris Farley's the bus driver. Billy's two friends. Miss Lippy. And Miss Lippy. Oh, that, how amazing she is. You need, you need at least one O'Doyle. Oh, you're right. Well, that would be a special Comic-Con exclusive box set of all the O'Doyles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should have an entire box of O'Doyles. Yeah, it, it would be, the packaging would be shaped like the car, and then the figures would be in it. And then they'd have a little plastic banana peel with them. <laughs> this O'Doyle. is uh, Super 7, I know you listen to this podcast, right? Uh, make this happen. That's right. Get We're all in. Shit. We'll even pay your ridiculous fucking $18 a piece for those things. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It's insane now. But next I'll week... I'll save up $1,000 for the Billy Madison collection. Oh, so this was huge at the time. Um, <laughs> they play Ramon's song in this oh, yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, this, That was a big deal to me. Like, this goofy comedy. Like, it gave it some credibility, I guess. They had beat on the brat. Yeah. Yeah, that was very cool this. at the time. He takes out all the six-year-olds. Also, you would never be able to film this scene again today in modern times. Just like an adult beating the shit out of kids at sports. You're not right about that because it was just yeah. recently ripped off. Um, I can't remember what it was. It was a TV show. Did the that exact scene, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was... Uh, Madness? I know uh, Always Sunny did a thing recently where their bikes got stolen by some kids and they oh, beat yeah. the fuck out of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, and they and they they beat, the, there was blood and stuff. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah it was brutal. So, yeah, yeah they definitely could. Uh, always Sunny, like, is, to, to me, an exception that proves the rule. Like, kind of like I, South Park. Yeah, like, they... They exist in their own universe. They're not canon in the real universe. <laughs> that's that's why they're on FXX or whatever. That's right. So they can get away with that shit. This fucking song. Rum tum tattalum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This is the type of shit they used to play in KB Toys when I worked there. <laughs> it was so hard being in there listening to like children's music all day. Ah, uh, yeah, that shit must have been the worst. Uh, at Ansley, they had that like prototype machine that was supposed to play like corporate approved like tracks, and yes. we just dis- and we just disabled it. The the Muzak <laughs> machine. Yeah, like we would just like 
they, every once in a while they'd fix it and we'd just kick the shit out of it. And then it would stop working or we'd just turn it off. Five I, times. Feel like, I feel like Troy would come in and look at it and be like, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we would just be like, yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> he was the best boss I ever had. Same. Same. This this was, uh, for the listeners, this was a music store. It was uh, warehouse, warehouse music. music. That we, we used to work at. Also, for the younger listeners, there used to be things called music stores. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, that, that sold things called CDs, not just vinyl, to hipsters like Dave. <laughs> With his vinyl problem. Today, it was supposed to be record store day. Yeah, Happy it record. was. Very disappointing. Well, you know. I gotta say, I'm pretty proud of myself for how selective I am with what I buy. A record store day? I was, no, 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 in general with vinyl. I I think I've, I have kept that ridiculous collecting (laughs) relatively under control. I'm not like out and just buying whatever all the time. I'm pretty, I'm pretty picky. Look at that kid's mullet. Look at that kid in the front. Oh, that's glorious. Uh, That is glorious. Wow. Look at that yellow wall. That's so accurate. Yes. Uh? <laughs> oh, tiny urinals. I can relate to this because this is how most urinals are for me. Well, oh, that's... Yeah, I guess you're 15 feet tall. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I might as well just pee on the top of them. <laughs> I unfortunately cannot relate to any urinal uh, humor <laughs> or problems. It's Veronica Vaughn. So it's my, Sonya Blade. It is. It is. Yeah, that's it how is. I always think of her as Sonya Blade. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> man, man, she's hot. She this is, is the so greatest hot. attempt to pick up a chick ever, though. It could be our milk. <laughs> I like that Billy is not perturbed, and he just turns right around and, and hits up the janitor. <laughs> what is she doing? What is this? She, you know, you gotta experience the glue. You just eat it. It's it's a whole it's a holistic approach. It's a tactical experience. That's right. Tactile, not tactical. So I, I think to this Both, day, either or. Yes. Oh, there's the blue duck. Blue duck. Yes. I think to this day that her putting the glue on her face is one of the. If I had to make a list of like top ten inexplicable things in movies. Number one would be the bear guy in The Shining, but yes. Miss Lippy putting the glue on her face would be on the list. Yeah, I feel like she'd be in the top three. <laughs> now, because they never address the fact that she's <laughs> putting glue on her face <laughs> over her eyeballs. Yeah, now, I, I don't. It's, does, it's weird. Does this list of explicable movie things include David Lynch, or does he get his own subcategory? No, he's, he's, he doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, he'd That's have his own, his own contest. That's it, everything he does. Yeah, that list <laughs> would be inexplicable things in mainstream movies, I guess. Fair enough. If if you've never seen it, and you're like, I'm pretty sure it's on Disney+, Plus because it's a Disney movie, David Lynch straight up directed a live-action Disney movie, called The Straight Story, which is about a guy (laughs) stealing a tractor because he can't see well enough to drive his car anymore to drive across the state to visit his dying brother. And the reason David Lynch directed it 
was because his wife was one of the screenwriters. Uh. And to get it made, they're like, uh, they're like, we we like the script, it's heartwarming and whatever, but we need like a really we need a well known director to sell this. <laughs> and she's just like He's the about, guy. How about David Lynch? And it's it's not like it's not really a David Lynch movie. <laughs> you can't really tell. It's just a normal ass movie. So weird. Billy likes to drink Billy soda. Billy likes to drink soda. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Lippy's car. Green. <laughs> Every and that's the other thing is like everybody in this is a character. Yes. Yeah. There are no parts that don't get to have some fun and do some weird shit. Yeah, that's very true. Nobody's just blending in in this movie. Yeah, every, everybody stands out in some way. Even this. I'm lady sorry, you might her... hear my snorty dog. She's got her face right up against the mic right now. <laughs> no, that's okay. This oh. lady is the most teacherly teacher ever on screen. Yeah, I had yes. like four of these. Yes. Yeah? I had at least two or three. God damn it. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> if you can spell this correctly, you pass the She's second grade. so good. That's some weird like, So many teachers talk exactly like that. Yes. <laughs> Clever. Oh, Billy. Yeah, I kind of forgot how quickly it jumps from grade to grade. Yeah, I mean, am they... the smartest man alive. <laughs> well, they, they they spend more time in Veronica Vaughn's class because yeah. Veronica Vaughn. Yeah. Who can who can blame them? Yeah, I I wonder what happened to her because like she was hot as fuck and like really she was a good actress too. I think, I think... she was on a TV show at some point, and that was kind of the. La- I think she had a pretty long run on some show. I could be totally wrong. Oh, okay. Where's our Googleologist, Arian? I'm, I'm I'm checking it now. She, uh, yeah, she was on. <laughs> Sorry, she, she was in a lot of movies in the late '90s and early 2000s, and she was on a show called The Street. Uh, and then she was on. <laughs> that was really after 2008. She did doesn't show up in anything. She probably got married and had kids or something. I mean, you, she, you can you can live is. for a long time off that sweet sweet Sonia Blade money. Oh, she was she married Pete Sampras, the tennis player, in two thousand. Uh, so Fanny, she was also Miss Teen USA in nineteen ninety, and I can see why. Oh, and she only got the role of Sonya Blade in 95 after Cameron Diaz had to drop out due to a broken wrist. I think that oh, was a damn. good choice. She was actually really fucking good at Sonya Blade. I feel like the, you know, playing the new games, I feel like they still write her character and kind of make the character look like her now since that movie came Except out. Except for when they made the character look like Ronda Rousey. 
Oh yeah, I guess the sure. last one. Well, the last like they like actually made it Ronda Rousey. I forgot about that. Like she, but you're right. Ronda kind of like Ronda's face is a little more round, and she's not like now this chesticle, but yeah. Otherwise, they they're they're both pretty pretty blonde ladies. I we we rewatched that movie again recently. Because I was like, man, I was like, I, I love combat so much as a kid, but it's going to suck so bad now. It's, like, not a bad movie. It's I mean, still it, fun. It, it is a bad it's, movie. But, it, it's, yeah, it's fun. Well, it's and, fun like, if you can look at it through a lens of that era. Yeah. Because, right? like, the effects are trash. Like, they're really bad. Some of them. So, like, Goro looks cool. But, but that's the whole... There, there's, like, a decade's worth of movies that used CGI and that aside from the shitty CGI that existed between like 95 and 2005 the movies would be perfectly good yep but it's Ah. that CGI like look at well look at the mummy look at the first two mummy movies those are excellent movies but the CGI is so bad Oh yeah, C- CGI started getting good in like the late '90s, early 2000s, because the first Matrix movie, the first Matrix movie is pretty good, and the Lord of the Rings movies are well. Good. But the Matrix isn't a fair example because they weren't using CGI to make characters. It was yeah, yeah. It, that's a different thing. Whereas in Mortal Kombat and Mummy, you had actual characters that yeah. were the CGI, and also Liu Kang's. One fucking fireball, really? That's it. One. Yeah. Did Did he even do a bicycle kick? I think he did like one. Yeah, bicycle. he did. On yeah, yeah, he did. He did. But he <laughs> did. But he didn't. Yeah, he didn't go. He just did it. Yeah, that's bullshit. Watch that one. Actually, that's actually on the list. Oh, the uh, movies we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Nice. We watched it recently, and then we started part two, and I was like, nope. Oh, can't part two is horrible. It's so bad. Jesus Christ. I heard the new animated Scorpion movie is really good. I Yeah, I heard that Mortal Kombat Legacy what? or Legend. I don't it's remember something like it's that. Out, it's out now. Yeah, it, yeah. it looks pretty it, good. It's supposed to be really good. Look at her. Look how sassy she is. She's, yeah, this is like one of the best scenes. This um we got the so hot want to touch the hiney and the like today junior. Yeah. Which are probably like the best quotes from this movie. And she is so hot and I do want to touch the hiney. I w- yes. Just cup it. Very true. So pert. And, well, and I this is I hate all of you. Because cursive is horror. It sucks. It's stupid. Who writes in cursive at all ever? Wait, who who even writes in handwriting anymore? Well, yeah, that's true. Like, <sighs> whatever. What did she say? You can stay home and help me. I can't remember what she says. I'm glad we've got subtitles. <laughs> oh my god in the last scene she's like you want me to take my shirt off okay this is the greatest scene of chaos ever this is what I feel like parenting more than one child would be like Absolutely. like I have one child I feel like if you have two or more children this is your life I think you're right yeah uh, it's the revolting blob 
<laughs> Look at this shirt he's wearing. What is, what is this? It's like a 70s shirt. Who, who well, he's say? supposed to be 27 in this. Which I don't think Adam Sandler even was 27 then. Was he younger than that? I think so. Maybe, really? uh, maybe not. What would you say this was, 95? Yeah. This was 95, so let me... I'll I'll do some quick math roll real fast here. What, what year was Adam Sandler born? I think he was he's born older in, than me. Oh, he was born in 66. Yeah. So now? So he's... in 95, he was, what, 29? Yeah, he was 29. Okay, all right. So not much older than 27. Yeah, yeah. he's 10 he, years older than but, me. But he's he's a baby face. Like, he's got yeah. a young-looking face. Even now, so, he yeah. doesn't look 50. Oh, that's <laughs> not nice, Billy. Oh. <laughs> this poor kid. Poor Principal Anderson. Poor Principal Anderson. <laughs> oh, man, Billy. <laughs> I love that they're still there just leeching. Yes. You know, Billy's going to school. Like, their job is just like being Billy's friend. <laughs> Some people just float through life like lumps of crap. Mm -hmm. What do you think she's talking about? very odd scene <laughs> it, well it is but also but it's, it's probably pretty it's accurate cute. like yeah if if there was a th this is uh, this <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> the i'm horny reveal is so good yeah <laughs> That's his moment where he's like, yeah, yes. I, th I think that's kind of the last grade, though, where he would, you know, realistically, like, the little girls would be like, oh, look at him, he's so cute. Like, after this, I, I love the transition in his being a loser. Yeah. This kid looks exactly like uh, my first girlfriend's brother. Like, exactly. It's bizarre. That's pretty random. Haircut, glasses, face, everything. That was the 90s, uh, like, preteen boy haircut. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Ryan, did you have this? Uh, no, I had, I had the bowl cut uh, where uh, my mom cut my hair. It looked really good. Ryan, w Ryan was a pre-preteen in the 90s. Actually, when this came out, Ryan would have been... Eight. <laughs> God, <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Ryan wasn't old enough to watch this when it came out. <laughs> God, I is it legal for me to be married to you? I think technically. <laughs> it's not so much about the legality as the morality. Well, we all know that I have no morals whatsoever, so. No, that's okay. That's why you're here. Yeah, I um, I did just recently see a picture my mom posted of me as a kid, and I was like, oh, my God. Did, like, why did you cut my hair? 
<laughs> I I got pretty lucky on that front. While I had lots of like homemade jams and like off-brand thriller jackets, uh, my my I never really had any terrible hair situations. Like had, Chris Farley a, here has. I had a I had a rat tail at one point. Yeah, that's badass. I wanted that, a rat it, tail, but I was. It worked. I I don't know if it's amazing is the word I'd use. But, I I yeah. wanted a rat tail, but I was not allowed to have one. Well, your 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 parents are better parents than my parents. <laughs> oh, I wanted a Nike check shaved into the side of my head. That's what I wanted. <laughs> okay, we're Whoa. getting divorced. I wanted it. Next I didn't get level. it. <laughs> well, you know what, Ryan? You're a grown man now, and you can do that if you want to. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh shit, I should. That's perfect quarantine there. <laughs> Look you at, look do it at now because nobody's going to see it. Causing exactly. strife. But yeah, I, I straight up had the Lloyd Christmas haircut. <laughs> I, most of my 90s hair was, was like girls' 90s hair where it was very tall. You had some um, moves going on? Yeah. It was... Uh, it was not not attractive. It was like a waterfall. It kind of went up and then came down and forward. Some some poofy stuff. Yeah, I did that like my sophomore year in high school, and then um, I got over it and stopped giving a shit. <laughs> I don't think I ever had a proper mullet. I I wanted one. I thought the spiky top and the long in the back was pretty cool. But again, I I I think my mom would like cut my hair and be like, "Okay, well you're you're because back then it wasn't even called a mullet. Like that term didn't come around until Wayne's World, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 I don't think we defined it when it was actually happening. Right. I right. Def, I definitely had a mullet too when I was like seven or eight. Like, because I like my, my hair would grow and my mom would like try to trim it and she'd start on the sides and then I'd like, you know, run away and do other shit and <laughs> have an uneven haircut and it would just be a mullet. Cause why not? When I was little, like elementary school age, like I was a hot mess and I just had this really, really long, like straight blonde hair that would just turn into like a giant rat's nest. And I remember my mom would like, very carefully brush it in the morning and like put it up in pigtails and by the time I got home it would be like filled with burrs and like <laughs> <laughs> like all tangled up and like one side of the pigtails would be gone and the other side would be like like halfway out and I would have like bugs crawling in my hair. I was just like awful. That, I was like pig pen. That is awful. You sound like a scary stories to tell in the dark drawing. Yes. That was pretty much me. So we Billy's doing something really sweet and wonderful for Ernie right now. Yes. Um, I think that's great. But really what I'd rather talk about is how ridiculously short Veronica Vaughn's skirt is. Yeah. It, like for it, a teacher? It, appropriate teacher attire. No. Really? Not at all. If peeing your pants is cool, then I'm Miles Davis. <laughs> oh, man, that kid's got a boss mullet, too. The tubby kid. <laughs> uh, they're not gonna well you see him again when billy grabs his cheeks and tells him not to 
talk about high school. That kid. Yes. It's oh, no, beautiful. he's got a rat tail. Every once in a while, I still see, like, a choice-ass rat tail, and it just makes my heart so warm. Yeah, they still happen somehow. Damn it, Chris Farley, you gross pervert. God, I love Chris Farley so much. He's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I think... Piece of ace. I think I wasn't really watching Saturday Night Live at this point. Uh... (laughs) So I I don't know that I really knew Chris Farley all that well when this movie came out. Like, I, I was def I was definitely watching SNL and I definitely knew who Chris Farley was. I, I also can we do Tommy Boy? Yes. Because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's like my third it's tied for third for like best comedies of all time in my brain. I yeah, love Tommy Boy. And it's got a lot of quotable lines too. Okay, who is this? Is this an actual this band? Is, this is low rent Rod Stewart, I think. It's like Night Ranger or something. <laughs> I well, like, I we, feel like they bring up the trivia. Yeah, I feel like it's got to be an actual band, maybe. I bet it is. Man, that party looks epic. <laughs> this here, right here. Uh, be our life. This is here. my favorite part of the entire movie. Yes. Stop <laughs> it. Who are you? <laughs> here, here, here's one of the first uh, things under trivia on IMDb. Norm McDonald was drunk in this where his character is wasted. <laughs> I, I believe this news. Oh, God. <laughs> this no this moment this moment is the movie <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross but also kind of sexy I can't handle it oh we've all gotten lost in Veronica Vaughn it just happened and snack packs. Snack packs? Mm. Snack pack for life. It's true. Fucking <laughs> Eric. <laughs> and Carl is wonderful in the in this whole movie. Also true. He's just a pure soul. Well, what's so funny is he's he's the jerk upstairs in Friends, right? I don't know. I think he's the the angry guy that lives upstairs that's always uh, yelling at him for being too loud. That sounds right. That dies. Like I'm pretty sure that's him. Totally opposite character. <laughs> so they don't mention anything about the uh, the band, but. Here's here's another couple good ones. Uh, during the dodgeball scene, Adam Sandler hit the kids with the dodgeball as hard as he possibly could. The, edit- <laughs> the editor had to cut away quickly after each hit so that he didn't show the children crying. <laughs> wow. That makes me love this guy even more. Okay, so that little piece of trivia makes what you said earlier correct. 
that that <laughs> scene would not happen in that yeah. way now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here, they frown upon like making children cry these days. I mean, it's, it's so bullshit. weird. Yeah. Here, here's another great piece of trivia. Uh, Charles Bronson turned down the role of Billy Madison's father. <laughs> Are you what? kidding? No, apparently not. Oh my god! Right? That would be amazing. Could he be armed? He just he wouldn't. <laughs> it's Charles like, Bronson. It's armed no matter what. It would yeah. have been funny, but like it wouldn't have been as good. You're probably right, but the thought now, in retrospect, of Charles Bronson in that role, or in this movie in any capacity, fills me with joy. Also, like, I feel like in reality, if she really was his, like, third or fourth grade teacher, and she decided to have sex with him, that uh, it would be very morally inappropriate. Yeah, but he he's passed the class. He's no longer her student. Right, so right. We're fine now. Every everything. I feel fine. like there's got to be a window of like. Yeah, the window is open. You just stop long. it. <laughs> I'm tired of this talk from you. Okay. They need I'm to looking get up. it on. <laughs> right. No, you're obviously right. But oh, Carl, come on. Carl. Hey, Carl. Good to see you. Do you see how clingy this dress is, Carl? Get out of here. Yeah. So, the guy who played the singer of the band is named Gino Veltri. And <laughs> well, of course he is. That's his, his only name is credit. Gino? Yeah, that's, his, that's his only credit. <laughs> I, I think it's just some dude, Bill, uh, Adam Sandler, now. Probably. That makes it better, actually. Like a karaoke guy or something. <laughs> He's one of the guys who goes into Frontera and sets up with, like, a speaker and a guitar. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, every time we go to Mellow Mushroom and just try to enjoy some pizza. Yeah, it's happened a few times. And there's just the worst acoustic bullshit playing. Some guy playing Crash Into You. Yes. Crash Into You. Oh, dear. Oh, Billy. It's kind of kind of an unfair advantage you got there, Mr. Madison. <laughs> Snap. Oh, Eric, you're such a... I good. do love how they have Eric kind of like... You know, he's kind of, you know, almost narrating the movie or, like, showing you what's happening <laughs> with his weird little, you know, anger thing. Yeah. There's a, chart. There's another one that somebody needs to release as, like, a proper replica, this board. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that picture of her. I love that she gave him, like, a glamour shot. Well. God, I miss glamour shots. <laughs> All the soft focus. Feather boas everywhere. Isn't that a corn song? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Feather boas everywhere. Can you isolate that audio, please? Send Absolutely. It back to me. All, all 
I need for a ringtone from now on is Ryan Cadaver doing Jonathan Davis scatting. <laughs> Jonathan Davis doing feather boas. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, is this lunch lady? Oh, yeah. I know no, I... you kids like I'm sloppy. <laughs> lady, you're scaring us. Look at her! (laughs) This hairnet! God. (laughs) You said everyone's a character. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, it's almost like... It's almost like Monty Python or something in in how ludicrous it is. Yeah, just like complete non-sequiturs. See if she's ever done anything else. She's definitely not a trip lady. Lunch lady. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Joyce Gordon, uh, 62 credits. She's been in a lot of things. I feel like that was extremely dangerous. The revolting blog almost got run over by a jet ski. Did you catch that? Yes. I Like, uh. that happened. That that's that was a, an oopsie. God, this poor guy wrestling world. There's another one, another prop replica that, that should be made. I got asked uh, when I used to wear the mask, I got identified as Revolting Blob a couple of times. Wow. <laughs> you are never that fat. Uh, man, well, that's the thing is people are so desperate to relate things to something they know they would be oh, like, oh yeah, that's yeah. Correct. They'd be like, it can't just be like its own thing, right? Right. They'd be like Ray Mysterio, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm a fucking six foot four Ray Mysterio <laughs> in a mask that looks nothing like anything Ray Mysterio's ever had. I'd get Nacho Libre again, nothing like Nacho Libre, and that <laughs> revolting blob. Um, I would get once Saints Row came out, I got that uh-huh. a lot. Saints Row is so good. Which which was less it offensive is. than the other ones. Yeah. That's, Hulk Hogan's character in Saints Row, I know he's extremely problematic these days because he's, <laughs> he's a racist and killed Gawker, both of which are unforgivable sins. Uh, uh, I disagree with you about the killing Gawker. That place is a shithole. Yeah, but it was an entertaining shithole. It like was, this. but man... Oh, wait, okay... It's the stroke. <laughs> That's right. Is this is the one part of the movie where I really wish we had the audio? Yes. But also, I wouldn't be able to post it to YouTube if we did. So never mind. Have you heard Billy Squire, baby? That's right. Goddamn right, Billy Squire. But, but this, this Mario Speedwagon. I feel like show. everyone has this where, like, they, they reach kind of youngish adulthood and they feel like they're cool to the people younger than them and then realize that that they're like not yeah it's like did did you ever see the 21 jump street remake the movie yes with of it? course yeah with channing tatum where like oh, he goes fucking he, great he goes back to school and like he's no longer popular for being a jock yeah <laughs> yeah the both of those movies were excellent which was shocking oh yeah i yeah, i, I think- I didn't see the I didn't see Twenty One Jump Street until like last fall, 
I just slept on it for some reason, and then like I was hanging out with somebody. Well, and you slept on it because do. it should have been a piece of shit. Yeah, it should have been a piece of yeah. shit, but it was actually legitimately funny. And now, eventually, I mean, maybe if 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 slash when I lose my job, I'll watch Twenty Two Jump Street, <laughs> which is here, also here great. In, here in the apocalypse, and it has that. Uh... I apologize, I cannot remember the actress's name, but that blonde girl who steals every movie she's in. <laughs> I'm looking it up. So that we can... Look at the O'Doyle with the ponytail mullet. Yeah, <laughs> which is more disturbing than any straight-up mullet. Yeah, honestly. you've got to put the rubber band on it. Oof. Yeah, it's not good. But we all knew O'Doyle's. Uh, Jillian Bell. Yeah, Jillian Bell. Jillian Bell, every movie I have seen her in, she's not a main character, but she steals the movie. Like, every scene she's in. She's incredible. Oh, shit. She was in Eastbound and Down. Yes, yes. For, like, a season or so. Yeah, she's great. She was in Bridesmaids. She was just a bit character, but she was great. Yeah, she's good stuff. Here come, here come the cheeks. Oh, that's not the that's not the kid. I thought it was the mullet kid that he grabbed his cheeks. I mean, I'm learning a lot, and all the kids are treating me very nice. <laughs> oh, it is okay. It is the mullet kid. Yeah, here it comes. Yeah, here, here we go. Don't you say <laughs> that. <laughs> Never say that. <laughs> Stay here as long as you can. Poor <laughs> <a> sweet kid. <laughs> a pretty accurate depiction of high school, honestly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. High school was... I hated it. There was nothing... There was not one second of high school that I enjoyed. I I hated the first two years of high school when I went to, like, a hick high school. And then we met Sandy Springs, and I went to, like, a fucking nerdy-ass high school that was as close as you could get to a private school with still going to a public school. And, like, I immediately became a straight-A student <laughs> and graduated at the top of the class and everything. So, so I... Yeah. My freshman year, I was, like, the big dork that was, like, trying to fit in. And then the rest of high school, I was the Ali Sheedy, really weird person that most people stayed away from. And I graduated in the bottom 5% of my class. But I did graduate. Well, there you so go. So there's yeah. that. Yeah. Well, like, the, the first two years, like, I was a stoner skate punk kid, which, like, if you've never been a fat skate punk, it's not a good one. Like, oh, it's, here, here's it's Steve Buscemi. God, he's oh, amazing. So good. What is this thing behind Billy? This orange... He's got a bunch of I, giant papier-mâché... Well, there's one to his... It's like a giant pig in a thong. Yeah? Is, is the other one the revolting blob? No, because it's orange. Yeah, I don't know. This is so good. This is actually like a moment of him when that he was a dick when people are being a dick to him because he's not the cool kid anymore. 
it's like kind of like a, a a big moment for this silly ass movie, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, and that's I, I as goofy and ridiculous as the whole movie is, it is a a journey of self discovery for young yeah. Billy Madison. It, <laughs> it really is, and it's like this. We all have those moments after want, high school where we know, like realize who the fuck we are. Yes, I want. I want to know like how awful were the three people that were higher on his list than Billy? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, oh, Steve, Steve Buscemi, Buscemi you're the best. Perfect. He, he really In is. Every way. Oh, Doyle. So, <laughs> it, yeah, that banana peel was set up a long time ago. I love how long that just sits there. Chekhov's yeah. banana peel. I love that, that they keep going back to it and back to it. Hashtag foreshadowing. So yeah, in high school, I did everything I could to be as weird as I could possibly be, but then was sad when nobody wanted to be friends with me. Uh, Same here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I remember, I had, this, I had this like moment of reckoning where I was just like, "Fuck it," and then I, I don't know. I I just like that was when like weird me sort of like came out and it's i don't know it's been 20 years now and it's been working for me so <laughs> i've kind of stuck with it principal max but i was one of those that kind of like i was weird so i had friends in in every group you know like i had friends in the weirdos and friends in the preppy kids oh yeah i didn't have so, that at all i was just like that kind of like I don't well, know. You're, you're I, very gregarious, though. Like you're outgoing. You're you're uh, talky. Talky. I don't know if that's an insult. <laughs> no, no, that's or good. A that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You're you're uh, conversationally comfortable. Yes. I can confirm you are talky. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. This is all going to be listed in the divorce. <laughs> Look, if if the greatest movie of all time didn't result in that divorce, then nothing will. You guys are, are stronger than... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes, yeah, thank hat. you for improving our marriage, by the way. I think that the casket creatures need to adopt this Billy Madison look right here for a show. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, Billy. Oh, we missed... I missed... I, I'll be your snack pack. Yes. That was a long time ago. Also, this song <laughs> is, is fucking epic. Every single time I hear it in my life. Yes. Yeah, well, this it, the movie doesn't use a whole lot of uh, actual songs. Like, most of its score, which is another thing I appreciate about it. But when it yeah. does, they are bangers. They, yeah. What do the kids say? They they slap? Is that what the kids say now? I don't know what the kids I, say now I because now so. I'm old. They they slap. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, adult lady who has a real job. Right. Would you like to go set shit on fire with us? <laughs> I mean, you never know until you try. And, uh... <laughs> Seems like fun to me. Ninety nine out of a hundred women might say no, but that one that says yes, 
That's your keeper. That's the one. I mean, I'd say yes. But, right? you know, I judge. A ladder in here. Oh, no, but here it is, the betrayal. <gasps> oh, oh, no. I see what's going on in here. That damn <laughs> penguin. <laughs> Jauntily salutes him with his drink. Proceed. <laughs> yeah. I like also that this it like she she has fallen in love with this complete Idiot moron. Person. Yes. But this is where the line is. I feel like I kicked at least a couple of guys out of my house under the same circumstances. <laughs> You've lost your mind. Please leave. <laughs> yeah. Some, some nice looking calves right there. Yes. She works out. Look at those 90 shorts. Those there, were things. There's more waist than there are legs. <laughs> Let's talk about those, because that was a very specific, like, that was I, a look. I wasted. Well, with the print on them, the denim shorts with the, like, floral print. That was a thing. Look at the dog with the hat on. That's great. I know. It's so badass. <laughs> Bulldogs just don't give a shit. Mostly because they have problems being, so they just sort of sit around and do nothing. Norm MacDonald has a Cheeto in his hair. Yeah. God, look at her white shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, wet wet Veronica Vaughn is is definitely one of the delights of the 90s, or I guess mid nineties. Yes. yes. For sure. And, and we're getting ready to launch into one of the most unlikely bizarre scenes of any nineties comedy. Yes, but it works. Who would have ever thought we'd get a musical number out of this? He still has the Cheeto in his hair. That's dedication <laughs> right there. Or just he being really drunk. Yeah, he's, he's probably legitimately passed he's, out. He's method. Yeah. <laughs> I love how IMDB is like, hey, hey, Norm MacDonald was really drunk in this scene. Like, yeah. It's, it's not much MacDonald. Yeah. Yeah. That's just him. It's a fucking musical number. I like it when I love this movie. I like it when Norm Macdonald got really fat for a while, and he kept just he just kept saying that he was gaining weight for a role, but never said what it was for. Best shit ever. Look Norm. at this, uh, my sweet Billy boy. I love that she's in fucking later hosen. Yes. Why is she in later hosen? Because, because look at her boobs. Because yeah, who cares? Right. Yes. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> for beating this shit out of me this movie is genius it, it really is, is. It really is i mean th this is a perfect comedy yeah yes look at the kids and you He's know what so dave excited. you're right these kids are amazing like there's not one that sticks out as being like 
a shitty child actor. They're all hey, fantastic. Hey, me. I bet you thought <laughs> that you thought I was dead. dead. But when I fell over, I just broke my leg and got a hemorrhage in my head. <laughs> oh. But yeah, yeah. The oh. kids, like, they're all, they're very natural, but not, like, awkward. I, I don't know. They're just, uh, they did a great job of casting uh, kids who were just kids. They weren't precocious. They aren't yeah. sassy. They're just kids. They think like these. These are the kids I knew when I was this age. They these kids really feel genuine, and I think they just were like, I don't know, just do what you would do, you know? Because they're just like sweet, wonderful kids. That guy has no idea how to take off a wrestling mask. That was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, the guilt trip. I wonder whose house that is. He's so sweet. Look at his shirt tucked into his very long shorts. <laughs> And you'll never escape my fate is the revolting blob. <laughs> that statue of Eric, there's an okay. That's 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 the secondary Comic Con exclusive is the statue of Eric. Yeah. And the fucking dead dead man. Yeah. <laughs> she would be laying next to it. Joyce, Joyce yeah. <laughs> He's vanished. <laughs> oh, Eric, you're such a little turd. For going along great with my idiot son managing to get through high school. <laughs> this is a serious meeting this businessman has to have. <laughs> this is kinda kinda similar to Tommy Boy. With the, the rich dad and the fuck-up son and all that. Yeah. Also very similar to uh, Wall Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I, I don't think I've ever even seen Wall Street. I've actually never seen Wall Street. Did Ryan just leave? No, I'm here. I'm keeping <laughs> white claws. It's fine. <laughs> oh, did you? I'm I'm at winning opportunity. I will never pressure anybody to listen to any episode of this show but if you get a, a chance to listen to this week's episode I will be curious to hear what you think about a certain portion of it oh no <laughs> yes the, the commentary team comes up uh, in, in response to a question oh, oh boy do, do I get references the asshole one no you get referenced as the Mayor of Fuck City. Um, nice. Oh awesome. God, what am I? That's it's true. <laughs> it's very true. You're your hashtag battle cougar. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm fucking infamous, but other than that. <laughs> <laughs> the t-shirt over the button-up shirt. <laughs> 
that I don't think was really a look ever. Uh, oh, it's duty. Fucking O'Doyle. <sighs> in in again foreshadowing. Yeah, but like right? pretty severe. Yeah. How was this tent supposed to help him? You know, sometimes like <laughs> you gotta go, you gotta change your geography to change your mindset. Like you can't, like if you've just been drunk the entire time you've ever been in your house, maybe that's not the best place to learn things. Also, Veronica Vaughn potentially I was getting naked. So disappointed he got this wrong. Uh, look at her! Look at her wild hair in this scene. Right? Wow, Billy, you it's fucking idiot! Her hair is incredibly sexy. Yeah, Can you not do that. No, you don't get to put clothes back on. That's not. That's violating the entire spirit of the thing. Oh, this right here, <laughs> <laughs> buffing his ass. It's great. <laughs> Oh, this guy's awesome, too. The gardener. <laughs> Slow down. That's another, another like, throwaway line that got used a lot. We'd be in the car, and my buddy would be driving too fast, and we'd all, like, Slow down. <laughs> God. Was so, uh, so good. Uh, <laughs> look at that right there. What an angel. Perfect. How ridiculous that all of these grown people with real jobs are having to cater to this stupid man child in his quest to graduate <laughs> high school. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you know what? You can laugh, but it's not well, out like, of the realm yeah, of reality. Yeah, that's true. It's how the world works. This guy is dry delivery. Yes. Oh, uh, the, the principal. Yeah. yeah. The the speech he has later on in the movie is oh, probably yeah. in one. my top five monologues of all oh, time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Who is this guy? Who? What else has he done? He has that's to have done other, other things. See, <laughs> <laughs> drinks his own pee. I believe it. <laughs> oh, Eric. Well, and that's fun too because it shows like Billy isn't all of a sudden like some genius. Like he still he doesn't go through and ace everything. Yeah. Now. But he's he's yeah. trying. You're right. Like he he totally shits the bed in math, but he does well in home ec, and you know, it's pretty great. <laughs> Did you see that guy's balls? <laughs> they were <laughs> old balls. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is he doing? What was supposed to happen? I don't know, like a chunk of like some shit in dry ice, I well, guess. And and who he made a shoe? Like what is what? 
<laughs> so, I have no idea. So the guy who played the high school principal was primarily a writer and producer. He wrote for Saturday Night Live uh, and helped write Billy Madison, actually. And he also has a writing credit. <laughs> like, weirdly enough, he's he's written for Saturday Night Live, Billy Madison, and There Will Be Blood. What? Weird. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Dramatic. Like, what, Wayne's World 2, Billy Madison, Saturday Night Live, There Will Be Blood. Huh. Yeah. So there you go. I will drink your milk, swan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink it up. No milkshake will ever be our milkshake. <laughs> that was a weird impression. I kind of sound like Bane. I apologize. No, I liked it. It worked. <laughs> I'm going to crash the plane with no survivors. <laughs> yes. Who rules? Uh, oh, Doyle rules. Yes, this this is the box set. The box is that station wagon. <laughs> and has all five O'Doyles. Oh, oh no. There we go. Because we live in the world the same world as the Simpsons. And chances to drive that? Yes. Ooh. I married common street trash. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they're all so excited for this bullshit. Com- completely absurd that this would ever be a thing. Yes. But but I gotta say, you know what? If I put myself in their shoes, I would be totally into this as well. Oh, God, I would show up and I would scream for it. Yes. My wife, the tramp. <laughs> <laughs> Burning dog poo in the human response. And he's like, come on. <laughs> My spouse Please. is sleeping around. <laughs> Aw. Good luck, Shemak. is such a poop. He is? Yeah, He's the, the worst. The principal's delivery is incredible. He he treats it like he's totally the straight man. Yes. Yeah. This nonsense. But he's like Alex Trebek. He's, he's completely serious about this absurd situation. And the fact that his wife is a whore. <laughs> My wife is a dirty, dirty whore. I can relate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Shots fired. Things are getting rough. I'm not here to cast aspersions on anyone's, you know, whatever. I got to so, say, we're. I, I'm, I'm glad we're not in the same room. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, but they are. Well, yeah, yeah the, but are. that's you and I aren't. We don't, sure are. We don't have to see the <laughs> the steaming awkwardness just radiating. No, no, it's just foreplay. It's all good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What well, you call awkward, we call foreplay. Even even better that we're not in the same room. <laughs> I, I, re- I reiterate my previous position. Better for as you. do I. That's right. That's true for the listeners. Uh, Something to think about. 
as far as you know, we are all naked. And uh, it's entirely possible that the cadavers are just getting it on this whole time. Yeah, I I can promise you is a... There are dozens of people with my condition, including multiple members of German Parliament, that I don't ever get naked, even when I shower. (laughs) Are you never nude? I I would believe that Aryans are never nude. (laughs) Not really. But it's believable. I don't think he'd go the denim shorts route, though. I feel like... I feel like those would be rough on the balls. Right, right. I think Arian would be a coach shorts guy. Yeah. I, I wear uh, a speedo, but it's it's like uh, black. It's black with like tux print on it, so it's called it's called a, a tux speedo, if you will. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I would, would never wear that. I would rather I would rather believe it's a black speedo with a turquoise uh, like racing stripe design. That's how I picture you, anyway. Well, I like that you have put thought into what Arian looks like in his never nude speedo. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. of course. I feel like I've got some catching up to do. I, well, I've imagined all of you in speedos. You, you, you each, you each have <laughs> you're your, welcome. You sir. each have your own specific designs. I mean, with the uh, with the game show, you've basically seen me in a speedo. <laughs> it's true. You're yeah. Oh, we did see Ryan in a full <laughs> elastic outfit. Yeah. There was mushrooming. Yes. Yeah. You guys have pretty much seen as much of his wiener as I have. <laughs> Ew. Oh, man. I, you know what? Honestly, I, I couldn't get past the nipples to get the wiener. Oh, man. Oh, the story of my life. Story of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Look at how insane this went. Eric brought a revolver (laughs) to this this competition and was going to kill Billy if he didn't win. But fortunately, Billy called Steve Buscemi and said, sorry. Sorry, buddy. This movie's fucking perfect. It's insane <laughs> and wonderful. And it look really at that. Is. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. Oh, touch the hiney. So firm. Yes. And here we go. All these people turned out for this idiot child to graduate <laughs> high school nine or late. Lots of people go to school school for seven years yeah they're called yeah they're called doctors doctors. (laughs) yes tommy boy's on the list we'll we'll have to to. i love it so much that's that's one of my favorite quotes yeah (laughs) yahoo billy billy's number one (laughs) if if any clown and miss lippy if any line sums up norm mcdonald freaky as fuck yeah that's gonna happen yeah Towel. <laughs> see, he really did just do it to fucking spite Eric. Well, and see, yeah. this this is important too, though, because as ludicrous as this whole movie is, it would not have been believable at all for Billy to take over this corporation and have any success whatsoever. So I love, yeah, no. 
I love that he's like, no, let Carl handle this. Like, uh, yeah. it's it makes sense. As as insane as everything else was, it it's has... almost like, why doesn't the dad give the shit to Carl in the first place? He's obviously a much better person. Yeah, well... but Eric is a little shit weasel, so he probably has really good numbers. Yeah, this Eric, is true. Eric... Weasels always have good numbers. Yeah, I'm still learning. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! <laughs> Ugh, he just okay. dry humped him. Oh, look at her! I I, I want to do Mortal Text, but we can't because next month, next month is very specific. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh. 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 <laughs> Not everybody is as lucky as me. Though they get Lady Miss Cure, so you know. <laughs> she, she's like nah dude oh there you go Juanita oh, gets a Juanita, fella work it, girl. good for her I think my Juanita <laughs> well this <laughs> has gotta be off? everybody's favorite one look at him filleting the beak <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, god <laughs> I wonder who was in that penguin suit. I don't know, but it still makes me so sad that we lost that man. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? That's Angel. That's what happens when you're hugely fat and love drugs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All you do is party. There were two people credited as Penguin, Keith Cole and Chris Mai. Well, they're great. And I'm surprised it wasn't that guy who's... Uh... Sandler's buddy that got uh, the one in Grandma's Boy. I can't oh, remember yeah. his name. In the wedding finger? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The... Grandma's Boy is actually not a bad movie. No, I good. mean, it, it's, a bad, it's a bad movie, but it's a good bad movie. I, if that I makes wouldn't any even sense. say it's bad. I think it's a good comedy. It's solid. I've actually never seen it. No, it's, oh, it's, it's worth watching. Yeah, yeah. We're it's watching good. that tonight. The movie's really awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Should watch that. It's, it's fun. Well, uh, that wraps up Billy Madison. We had a successful recording here. I'm pleased with how that went down. Uh, final thoughts. Um, let's let's start with Ryan. Final thoughts on Billy Madison. And, you know, normally we do, what are you up to? But, uh... <laughs> nothing. Yeah. The answer is nothing. V- video game porn. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's... about it. That's what everyone's up to these days. Don't even pretend. And eating a lot, not because I'm hungry, but because I'm really bored. Yeah. So I'm eating so of... much that I have to take a nap to stop from eating. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I did steal that joke from somebody else. I will admit it, but it's the most perfect joke about the quarantine. Oh, I, I um, heard a, a funny thing the other day had no idea that it was like already a meme so i went to i went to mrs troublemaker and i was like oh brian meyer's wife said the funniest thing she said every every piece of toilet paper is like a petal falling off the rose in beauty and the beast (laughs) which i thought was hilarious and she was like yeah i posted that meme like a week ago and i was like oh well i didn't see that but it's still funny (laughs) yes yeah so 
Uh, Ryan Cadaver, final thoughts on Billy Madison? I mean, uh, what can you thoughts, even say? Fucking amazing comedy. It's a classic. Uh, it'll be one that I rewatch forever, uh, or yeah. as long as the world's around. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, other than that, uh, fucking, I am uh, upping, and I don't give a shit where you follow me. <laughs> I don't have yeah. To. <laughs> what up, motherfucker? <laughs> uh, Battle Cougar, Nicole. What? Uh, what's going on? Final thoughts. Well, I, I'm here living with this very aggressive version of Ryan Cadaver <laughs> in, in the apocalypse. <laughs> um, I'm just being real. Yeah. All we do is eat and watch porn. Yeah. Um, however, uh, Billy, Billy Madison is. It's it's one of the fucking most perfect comedies. I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous and funny, and I love it. And when we are in our bunker at the end of the world, we will still be watching Billy Madison. Um, and yeah, you can follow the Battle Cougar, but like it's it's just me talking about how much I eat all the time. So <laughs> that's about all I've got going on. Arian, uh, I'm not doing shit. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like you can follow it such a lazy man Instagram if you want, but it's fucking boring. I don't know. Whatever. And uh, uh obviously everybody join the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group. Uh hopefully next month we will not have to do this this way. But uh this worked out. It was alright. I think for yeah. for Yeah, a, this was good. Yeah, it was awesome. For a weird one off way to do it, I, I think it was okay. So uh, you guys, hopefully I'll, I'll get to see you all soon. And, like, one positive of this was, like, I got to drink a shitload of vodka and I don't have to drive home. Mm, so, very true. Very there true. you go. You're there welcome. You go. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, listeners and commentary team. Uh, thank you, guys, and hopefully I'll see you soon. See you all soon. Be Miss safe. you, guys. Wash your hands. Peace out, dudes. Don't touch your face. Wash your butts yeah. too. Like everybody's talking about hands, but you're not, not my you're not my supervisor. Let's not forget to also wash our butts. Yeah, but has anybody gotten COVID nineteen from eating ass? Oh, that's, that's a, a question, question for Arian, honestly. Yeah, science. Our our director of science studies has that uh, happened? Uh, director of ass related uh, <laughs> director of, director of anal Arian's <laughs> anal corner. Uh... No, but it probably can't help. Like I would imagine, eating ass weakens your immune system. Or so it's stronger. I, I mean, stronger. Maybe Ooh, good question. Maybe maybe over a long enough timeline, you'll build up immunities. Man, I've been eating ass. Make... Without... No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you, sir. Uh, and on that yeah. note, thank you. Good night. And God bless. Eat ass. Eat ass. You. But yes. <laughs> but yes, yeah. Ooh, you're the butt guy. You're the one that always talks about the butts. It's That's true. Right. You just get quiet and noncommittal. You're the one with the alliterative anal references. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody's got to have a gimmick. It's true. It's true. And yours is butts. You know, can you blame me? There's worse. In the interest of a fair and impartial podcast, I have to admit to you that I did not listen to that whole entire thing during the editing process because I have to go to bed, people. I have a job to get to in the morning. I have to be up at 3.30. It's early. 
But I did notice as I was going through it, there are a couple of uh, instances of some clipping in the audio. I listened, I would back up and sort of listen to enough to get a feel for it. And I don't love it, but it's it's what it is. We did the best we could with the technology at hand. Uh, as I said, I hope we never have to do it again. We'll see. And uh, otherwise, we had a blast doing that. I missed being in the same room with those guys. But, you know, uh, under these circumstances, you, you got to do what you got to do. And we did it. And I'm, I'm very happy we were able to put something together. Next week, I have no idea what it's going to be. Because I forgot to look today at my list of shows to see what we're going to be doing. Or, or what it was supposed to be. Uh, there are plenty of shows that, that aren't going to be what they were supposed to be. Because they hinged on some pop culture thing that has now been pushed back or some sort of gathering or one thing or another. Uh, I know it won't be a Q&A because I can't do another one of those until May. I do have two May shows already arranged. Uh, and actually, so next week will be May 1st. So I, I could do another Q&A, but I won't do that. I won't cheap out like that. I'm going to find something good to kick off my birthday month with. So next Friday, May 1st, will be something cool. I don't know what, but you're going to like it. I'm going to work on it, and it's going to be great, because I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.